Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free while lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, I wanted to talk today about a very exciting thing, legislation, yay, legislation. But no, seriously, the title of this particular podcast today being 529 Plans to Roth, what? Yes, it is a change in legislation with the SECURE Act 2.0 that was passed at the very tail end of December, just in time for this year. And I'll be honest, I've been the kind of person for years that um, I really haven't liked 529 plans a whole lot for many reasons for many people, with exceptions, of course. So let me talk through a bit how I thought about 529s in the past and then what this legislation has changed and how it's making me think about 529 plans now. So before this year, let me just kind of take you back in my career. So I started in this business in 2002 in financial planning and what at the time, you know, I thought, man, 529 plans are great. You get to be able to take, uh, put money in, you take it out tax free for higher education. And at the time, like my alma mater, a private school, was like 20 grand a year. It, it was relatively affordable. Public might have been 10,000 a year at the time, and maybe 12,000 a year. And so, it, uh, it definitely seemed like things were in reach. As I had my oldest daughter, who this year is graduating high school, man, probably by the time this comes out, I'm recording this in, in early March. I believe this is going to be coming out in late April. Uh, she's going to be really close to, to graduating high school. And so my wife and I, when we received inheritance, we um, ended up, from my great aunt, we paid off the mortgage that we did have. We started maxing out 401ks and we put money in a 529 plan because I thought they were a fantastic vehicle. And um, for me personally, what happened when I made this life-changing decision to have a business acquisition in 2008, I actually cashed out that 529 plan because I wanted all cash to be able to do this acquisition. I mean, we really liquidated everything in order to take this big risk. And so as we struggled through with finances in 2008, as as, uh, this big risk sure looked like uh, it stunk, I really, um, as my daughter was three at the time now, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm better off investing money in my business than putting money in a 529. And as I studied kind of how college works and financial aid, 
what I found that colleges, if you could give financial aid, the first thing they look at is 529 plans and basically or UTMA accounts. And so they will they will say, hey, 100 percent of that has to come out and pay for college because that's what it was meant for. Whereas money you have in your name, only 5% of it was going to the expected family contribution. Now, of course, income plays a big part in there. So for clients, let's say that we're making 400, 500, 600 grand a year, guess what? They weren't gonna get financial aid anyhow. And if someone's making that amount of money and they wanna help with their kid's college education, they were going to be able to sock away, you know, 50, 100 grand easily away so that tax-free growth and tax-free withdrawals made a heck of a lot of sense. But there was always this question of what if they don't go to college? What if they don't end up needing that money? And now you take that money out and you're going to have to pay penalties on it. You're going to have to pay penalties on the earnings. You're going to have to pay a 10% penalty for withdrawing it. And as I looked at other alternatives, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put money in a joint account for my daughter where my wife and I are on it and we have her as the beneficiary. Colleges aren't going to look at that. Well, time goes along and um, we were socking money away, saving some there. Uh, which allowed us the opportunity, hey, if we ever found another great uh, business acquisition or a business to start, I could go in that account and take that out because I'm not restricted by it. Or if we want to buy her a new car, we could use that money for that. Uh, we could use it for college too, of course. And so I really preferred non-qualified monies over uh, 529 plans. And as a matter of fact, in another episode, even with the changes I'm about to describe for 529 plans, I, I uh, still feel that 529 plans aren't the end all and be all, but I wanna talk through a few use cases of when and, and why and, and how you might want to be still utilizing 529 plans. So what changed? What changed at the very, very tail end of 2022? Many of you may have already heard this, but uh, I'll repeat it or say it for those of us that haven't heard it yet. And basically what happened in the SECURE Act 2.0 is that they said, you know what, if your kid doesn't go to college, you can now convert up to $35,000 of that money into a Roth IRA for them. Now, there's a whole bunch of caveats around that. One of them being you have to have it in there for like 10 or 15 years before that can happen. So um, hugely powerful tool. It really takes away my concern of the money having to be used for college, which is a huge concern of mine and maybe of yours too. And now for a commercial break. Every year, about this time of the year, I have physicians asking me, Dave, I hate the taxes I'm paying. 
how can I lower my taxes? How can I understand what the heck is going on here? Well, that's why we have put together a tax cheat sheet that really has almost everything that you'd ever wanna know about taxes. Two page document, super simple. I put together a few videos to walk you through it. All you have to do to receive this awesome document is tax the word cheat sheet, all one word, C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T to 833-343-2986. If you wanna get your copy of the 2023 tax cheat sheet, make sure to text the word, all one word, cheat sheet, C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T to 833-343-2986. Nothing better you can do for yourself than to get educated on taxes. And so my friends, make sure to download that cheat sheet again. You can text all one word cheat sheet to 833-343-2986. And now back to the show. If we think about the Roth, what I love about that is it could grow tax-free forever, right? But not only that, the kid could still get their hands on the money for certain qualifications. For example, you wanna buy your first home. Up to $10,000 of the Roth IRA could be taken out completely tax-free, no penalties or nothing, as a one-time exception. Love that, fantastic. Now, obviously it's there potentially for retirement too. I think really we have to consider though with this, in terms of our use cases is you still don't want to actually overfund a 529 plan. Let me draw out a few specific scenarios of where I think, in my opinion, and of course get your, your person's advice, your, your advisor or CPA or whoever your, your trusted person is on this. If you have a kiddo that was just born, maybe they're one or two uh, years old, certainly it's gonna be like 16 years till they'd use it for college anyhow. So with this change in legislation, you got a really long runway before they go to college. And so if you sock some money away in there, in many 529 plans case, you can actually get a state income tax deduction. So now not only are you able to put money away in it, for example, I have a client in Massachusetts, the Massachusetts plan gives a state income tax deduction, not federal, not federal, but a state income tax deduction. And so as um, you're putting money in it, you're getting a slight tax deduction for putting it in and the money's growing and you have a long time to do it. Now I would say in my opinion, like if you're gonna put like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or 2000 bucks a year, you're really not utilizing the vehicle well. I felt that way before and I still feel that way now. I think you have more reason to put money into a 529 plan now, um, but I, I would do it if you, let's say you have a younger kid, 
uh, one, two, three, four, five years old, and you can put away ten, twenty thousand dollars in a pretty short time frame of a year or two that allows it to compound. I think another um, use case for a 529 plan would be um, maybe the kid is 10 or 11 or 12 and they've really have told you, you know what, mom, dad, I really want to be a doctor just like you. So in this use case, we know they are likely going to medical school. And again, that time horizon is still relatively long. That gives you time for that money to compound. So I think that would be another great use case for a 529. Where I wouldn't do it, obviously, is the opposite. So you have a kid that's 14, 15, 16, they're in, in late junior high, middle school, they're in high school. It's too late at this point to put money in a 529. And again, I would caution you if you are, I wouldn't put more than, let's say, $100,000 into it. If, if you're going to put 100 grand into it, great, um, but to just let it grow, let it do its thing. And certainly, you know, you'll have money for undergrad, you have money for grad. Um, one other thing about 529 plans is you have the option that you could switch the beneficiaries. So if you overfund maybe one child, and let's say you have a second kid you haven't put any money into a 529 plan for, you could split it. So you're not locked into having put money for that one child. As a matter of fact, you can even play some games with this. As I mentioned earlier, where um, colleges will be looking for money that you set aside for someone. Uh, well, certainly if you name it to a different child and then switch it back, um, you can play that game to kind of hide that money in a 529 plan for a beneficiary. A lot of paperwork, not a lot of fun. I don't recommend it, but it could be done. It could be done. So to recap, 529 plans now can be tax-free for the rest of your kid's life, up to $35,000 in the current legislation. What a change. What a fantastic change. And it really now makes it very beneficial to do it. Remember, with 529 plans, your state may or may not offer a state income tax deduction. If they do, even more reason to think about doing it now while you're in your high income earning years. However, this ain't it. This, this isn't all of it. I think there's still many reasons that I'm going to address in a future podcast oh, probably a month or two away from when this one releases, of what you can do instead of 529 plans, or maybe in addition to 529 plans, when you have the financial ability to overfund a 529. So I hope this was helpful to you, gave you some food for thought, gave you some things to um, look into and consider. Uh, always appreciate hearing from you and hearing what's on your mind, how you're thinking about college, 
Are you considering a 529 plan or something else? Send me an email. Or are you confused about this whole thing and you're like, I have no idea what the heck I need to do. Let me know. Would love to hear from you. Send me an email, dave at daviddeniston.com. Again, dave at D-A-V-I-D-D-E-N-N-I-S-T-O-N.com. For the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, remember, my friends, remember to slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of an issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.daviddeniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.